Welcome to the Parenting with Confidence podcast. I am your host, Risa Alexander, Inman Board Certified Behavior Analyst, Parent Coach, and Infant Toddler Developmental Specialist. I am so thrilled to have a superhuman with us today. Uh, Kyle Carnohan is the founder of Superhuman Fathers, a community and, and program for men who desire to transform their lives in all areas of fatherhood. As a father of five and a husband of 20 years, Kyle has been through waves of stress, struggle, and disappointment in his relationships with his kids and family. However, after making several key decisions in his life to be honest with himself about the action about his actions, he started to see incredible change. Now he is passionate about he's passionate, sorry, now his passion in life is helping. Other men do the same. Welcome, Kyle. And sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. This is uh, life, right? Uh, the, the the stresses of life, uh, the hardships, the difficulties. We kind of started our conversation with that as you were in your car when we started this. Yep. And I completely understood. And I was telling you about my kid flooded up my house by overflowing the bathtub last night. Um, and, you know, with kids, it's like this constant spilling of sodas and drinks and causing messes and you clean the kitchen and then the kitchen's dirty again and then i go outside and there's orbies everywhere and if someone <laughs> doesn't know what or orbies are they're like these little like blobs and they, they they're in these guns and they shoot like a machine gun so if your kids get orbies they're everywhere mm -hmm. they're supposed to dissolve but they don't and so now like my wife and i are like we're trying to decide whether we just like ban orbies but then we're being these like old crazy parents that don't let our kids have fun but we hate orbies so much so anyway that's life and if you have right. kids you get it yes yes maybe find an alternative to orbies i mean i don't know what that would be but you know <laughs> oh my goodness so awesome well thank you for being here and tell us about your superhuman father community, because, you know, I believe life in community is the best type of life. So tell us about it. Yeah, I got uh, men's struggles, um, anger, uh, lack of discipline, uh, sedation with alcohol and food and drugs and porn. Like, this is, these are men's struggles, right? Yeah. Uh, and the problem is in most places in the world, like, and especially places where we should, like sometimes church, like no one talks about the things that we actually struggle with. We brush over them. And so we kind of created this place where um, not only do we build the man, but we free him from these things that he's not allowed to talk about or be real about. And so we remove the mask and we focus on building the body, the mind, the spirit and the heart. And, uh, and, and, Man, just just releasing a man from having to puff his chest and fake it. You know what I mean? Yes. Because being a man is, you know. <laughs> like, like if you're going to puff your chest, you don't have to puff it because you built it. Right? right. That's the difference. Like when, you, when you're not confident in yourself and you haven't done the work, you, you got to fake it. And so we're teaching our men, hey, hey, don't don't fake it earn it and that's the difference with our guys they put the work in and the consistency and the discipline to really really earn that right to just be themselves as men it's really hard for us to be real if we're not happy with who we are and happy with who we are 
really has a lot to come down to us, how we show up in the world for our people, for our families and for ourselves. And so there's this fine line between self-forgiveness, which is very important because guilt and shame will destroy us in this game and just being proud of ourselves for just staying in the fight. You know, I tell my guys, they're like, what's the plan? Like, what, what, what are my requirements? I go show up to your meetings. Go, that's it. I go, that's it. Cause if you stay with us, you're going to do the workouts. You're going to, you're, you're going to get your nutrition dialed in. You're going to start working on your addictions, but, but it's the tribe, like you were saying in the beginning that makes the magic happen because you will naturally start to become who you surround yourself with. And so the guys who don't, are not successful here are the ones that disappear and stop showing up. The ones that show up continuously and be part of the tribe and serve the other men, they thrive. You know, their bodies change. They get more patient with their families. They start to have a more positive vibration in their life. They start to learn how to control their anger with their kids. Um, and, and, and they'll come to these points where they just, they give up their addictions. They just decide on their own without compulsion like hey i'm gonna stop drinking and i don't ask them i don't tell them what to do they're just around that and they see the power in that so they decide that that's what they want and it has to be what they want you know we can tell like you can tell your husband all day hey, you need to knock this off you need to do this you need to do that and they're just like yeah right until, until it's their idea they're not going to do it you know yeah, so true. So true. And I mean, I guess we can say the same for everyone, but I believe it's probably more difficult for men because there's so many expectations. Society has so many expectations for, of men that it becomes more challenging for them. Do you agree with that? Yeah. And, and, and really like, yeah, like, like there are massive expectations for men and I agree with these expectations for men. So I call men to stand up mm. and to actually accept the, the expectation and rise to the occasion. Uh, because culturally we've just, we've been lied to. We've been lied to that like, all we wanna do is get to the place where we can sit on the beach and relax. Like, oh man, I can't wait to retire. I can't, you know, man, if I just had all the money in the world, I wouldn't have to do anything. What people don't understand is when you have all the money in the world is going to be your worst spot. You're going to be the most depressed because you have this attitude of like, oh, now I don't have to do anything. And the man that doesn't have to anything to do is spiritually dead. Yeah. And so like people are stuck in their jobs. I mean, I got to go to this job every day. and It's hard. That job is keeping you spiritually alive because you have to do something. You have to, you got to get up and go. If you don't have anything pushing you to get up and go, you're you're going to be miserable. People are like, no, I would love that. You would love that for a couple weeks, maybe a couple months max, and then you're going to die inside because you have zero purpose, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then when you die inside, then you die physically. So not a great place to be. Yeah. Um, one of my neighbors had no reason, you know, to work except for that he wanted to. He retired at 65, had three pensions coming in. And so financially he was fine, but he's like, I don't want, I don't want to stop working. So he got a job stocking shelves at Walmart at midnight because he wanted to do something. You know, he needed yeah. purpose. Yeah. This is an entrepreneur mindset too. It's because like you, 
if you if you're doing anything building something just for the money you're gonna fail mm -hmm. like it's not gonna work like what i do is not worth the money although the money is massive and that's right. what's crazy it's like the only reason it works is because i love the process i love what i do and so that shows in the success of the business mm -hmm. and i'll never stop and then i'll also take massive risks and pump money back into the business because i love the business so like you will put funds where your heart is you know and what happens with guys even even like entrepreneur types or guys like that guy you're talking about that is still working is they build a massive business and then they sell it when they get a giant wire transfer into their account and they never have to work again. And then a week later, they have a massive dopamine drop and they're depressed. They're more depressed than they've ever been in their life because they've just lost purpose. And now they're trying to figure out, well, what do I do now? You know? And, and the answer is like, if, if anyone's in a spot where they're seeking purpose, the answer is to serve others and put yourself in a place of inconvenience to make other people's lives better, period. That is where you're going to find your greatest joy. Like, that's it. Yeah. And so in a family, people are like, these kids, they ruined my life. You know, I don't get my, what about me time? It's mm -hmm. like your me time is where your death is. Your me time is where your selfishness is. Your me time is like how I feel all the time. But when you can lose yourself in your family life, I just got off this call with this guy who says he hasn't been in love with his wife for 20 years. I go, hey, dude. I'm like, you've been with your wife 20 years and, and you're saying you're not in love. I go, what is in love to you? He's like, you know, feeling like you want to be together and feeling and me feeling and me feeling and me, me, me. I go, well, what is love? He goes, love is sacrificing for the greater good. I go, okay, say that again. Love is sacrifice for the greater good. I go, say it one more time. Love is sacrifice for the greater good. I go, okay, so what have you done the last 20 years in your marriage that you didn't, you think you didn't want to be in the story you're telling yourself, the lie you're telling yourself is the, that you didn't want to be in this marriage. He's like, I go, well, has it been hard? Has it been what you not did not want to do? He goes, yeah, I go, that's love. Congratulations, you love your family. Now yeah. stop being a dick about it. Like stop showing up all depressed like Eeyore. Like now show up excited to serve your family who now you found out you actually love. You've been telling yourself, I don't love this woman. Love is a choice. Yes. It's a choice. Yes. He thinks he's going to find another woman and all of a sudden they're going to connect and there's going to be roses and butterflies and rainbows. It's like, bro, you don't know how to connect. That's your problem. You can't connect with God. You can't connect with a woman. True. Like, and, and it's his skill. So throughout this call, I had to ask the right questions to get him to realize or change his story, not realize, change the story. What if, what if this was your problem? Explain that to me. And he's like, I'm not showing up like I need to as a husband and father. I'm like, perfect. Now, if you did show up as you need to as a husband and father, would that change things? Yes. Okay, let's start doing that. And then I gave him some things that he needs to do every day. And listen, this guy, I, he didn't pay me. I spent an hour on the phone with this dude that my friend asked me to call to help him. Like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, you have to have a life of service yeah. without without any thought of anything in return our slogan is we do the most we need the least and that and that is what we live that's what we teach our guys at superhuman fathers once you stop worrying about your own happiness guess what happens you start to feel happy right wow that's awesome nice i have goosebumps <laughs> now i'm a 
question for you, Kyle. You mentioned lies that men are told. What are some of those lies? Oh, well, one, you're not enough. You're not enough. You're not enough. You're not enough. You'll never win. You 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 can't do this. Uh, you're not you're genetically incapable. You're too dumb. You don't have the experience. Listen, if we're talking about dumb, I'm an idiot. And I don't and people are like don't say that about yourself. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm comparing myself to other people. And if if they're idiots, then I'm one also. So right. And so I want people to understand, like I'm a fireman. I learned something, men. I learned something magical. If you show up consistently every single day working on that thing that you want, eventually you're going to get it, period. Now, sounds a lot simpler uh, or it sounds very simple. And obviously we know that there's, there's barriers in the way. And those barriers in the way are emotions. Emotions get in the way because men think their emotions have weight. And we can't get this mixed up. Because people are like, well, wait, aren't men supposed to have emotions? Yes. But there's emotions that press you forward and bring people closer. And there's emotions that will destroy you in all your relationships. So a man has to learn to let the good emotions affect him and drive him. And not respond to the bad emotions that will destroy his relationships. But also let those drive him. And so there's a constant deciding whether this emotion is going to help me or hinder me. And this is why men struggle so much because this is a skill that you have to learn, right? It's like, I'm feeling angry. I want to lash out. Okay, well, what's that going to do? And is that selfish or is that giving? And it's like, well, it's selfish. Okay, how is that going to affect your, your, your wife right now? It's going to screw up the whole energy in the house. Perfect. So don't. Zip it. Go talk to your tribe. We go back to the tribe. Yeah. My tribe, when they, when guys are frustrated, they come to us. They get to purge it, talk about it. And then we get to tell them what? You're being a selfish prick. And they go, you're right. Wow. <laughs> you need somebody to, to call you out and put you in your place. They do the same to me. I'm not, I'm still learning, you know? Yeah, yeah, we're all still growing and learning. So, because what is it that they say? If we're not learning, we're dying. We're yeah. not learning, we're dying. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. We say there's no peak to the mountain. Like the the mountain is is muddy and slippery, and when you when you slip, tell my guys just laugh and keep moving. Just yeah. laugh at yourself when you slip. Just keep moving. There's no guilt and shame here. It's a slippery mountain. Like I didn't make the mountain slippery. It already was that way. You know, but then you're climbing up the mountain, you're seeing guys just crying with their face in their hands in the mud. And you're like, dude, just keep climbing. You're good. Like, all you got to do is just keep climbing. And they're like, I can't. It's slippery. And you're like, no, no. See that guy up there? He just kept going. That's all. That's the only thing that was different. And they're like, no, it's too complicated. And you're like, no, it's not. It's not complicated. Just show up. You know, like if a guy's trying to get his diet right, he like does three days good and then he screws up. Oh, I'm a failure. I'm a failure. I knew I would fail. And now he goes in the shame cave and a year later, you know, he reaches out to me. He's like, nah, I tried it once. It didn't work. It's like, dude, discipline is a skill that you have to learn. It's like, do your three days, screw up, work on four. Eat your four. Perfect. Now let's get five. Okay. Awesome. Now you're doing five in a row. Pretty soon, you know, with practice, you're crushing it. 
you have the discipline, you have the systems, you have the belief that it's worth it, mm-hmm. you know? Yes, that's amazing. So you help fathers at every, in every area of, it, area of their life. It started life. with fitness. It started with fitness. But the thing is, when you get a bunch of guys together and you have a place where, where you have, it starts with the leader. Like the leader has to be respected. Like I have to, this is why I have to build myself because I got to show up and have men look at me and be like, I want to be like him. He's a big, strong dude. He's got a powerful voice. He's he's capable. He's powerful. He speaks his mind. He's fearless, right? That's the, the crust that they have to see. And then they see me sharing my truth. They see me break down and cry when I talk about my daughter, my wife. They hear me tell stories about the softer side of a man, right? And so then they go, oh, that's allowed? Okay, right? So it gives them permission to like, be the warrior, but also be the monk and work on both sides of the man. Problem is like, problem is when men are weak, meaning they, 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 they don't take care of themselves. They're not disciplined. They have terrible nutrition. Um, and they have hidden secret habits that they don't want anyone to know about that are building guilt and shame. They don't feel like the warrior, but they, they have to pretend they're the warrior. That's the chest puffing. It's fake. They don't believe it. So then they overcompensate. That's when you get these guys that are just lost control. Yipping, yapping, angry, yelling at their kids and their wife. They're angry at themselves. And then you can't be the monk if you can't build the warrior. Because this guy who's so insecure about himself, he's not going to share his feelings. He's not, it's not going to happen. But if I can build the man who looks in the mirror and sees an absolute unstoppable warrior beast, he's not afraid to share his heart because he self-validates he's like i'm crushing life like i'll share anything because i'm proud of me all my all my faults all my insecurities like i'll put them all out on the table and so everyone can see them i'll put my heart on a platter you can you can smash it with a hammer i don't care like i'm gonna be good because i'm a i'm a powerful dedicated disciplined man you know what i mean yes yeah. So how does, what is the difference in a home with a, and then you alluded to some of this, but maybe you can go a little deeper in a home with a superhuman father, as opposed to, you know, just a regular father. Yeah. So like a regular dad would like come home from work. First of all, he sleeps in and his wife probably takes care of the kids in the morning, gets them ready. Cause he works, you know, mm-hmm. he makes the money. So he sleeps in, gets up, has some coffee, kind of grumbles at his family, goes to work. Does whatever he does at work, makes money. Maybe he doesn't make a lot of money. Maybe he makes a ton of money. Maybe it's him $100 million a year. I don't care. It doesn't matter. And then he comes home and he plops on the couch and cracks a beer, watches the game while his wife serves him and cleans up all his crap. And he he's kind of uh, a little frustrated and gruff and sarcastic and apathetic with his family. He doesn't really connect. So that that's your average dude. Mm-hmm. That's your average dad. That's your normal life. That's normal. That's like the majority of men. Right. Uh, and and uh, superhuman father gets his ass up early, early before anyone else wakes up. He's already done multiple hours of self-development, including his workout and gym time before the sun comes up, before everyone wakes up. So he's ready to fight the day. Then throughout the day, he focuses on two things, his nutrition and his emotional responses. Um, he's also going to realize that he does more in that house than anyone else. 
and he doesn't say it and he doesn't tell anyone about it, but he makes sure that he does because he's the leader of the family. And so in the morning, even though he has to go to work, he's going to help the kids get ready. He's going to help them with their lunches. He's going to help as much as he can. And then he's going to go have a grinder of a day at work. And when he walks in the house, that's when his day starts. He walks in at 6 p.m. after the gnarliest war of a day when most men are like, oh, I can't wait to sit down. He walks in and he go. He walks into his house like he's going on stage in front of 10,000 people. He brings fire and presence to his family. He goes to his wife first and he does what picks her up, gives her a kiss, spins her around the house, plays with the kids. And he looks at the kitchen and sees if there's dishes, if there's dishes. He hits those right away. And then he's part of dinner. He's part of cleanup. He's part of getting the baby ready. He's part of giving him a bath. He doesn't complain about anything. He just crushes. And in his head, he's thinking, nobody does what I do. Nobody can do what I do. And I'm literally a superhuman. Oh yeah. And he's jacked by the way. He's got a set of eight pack. He's got a bang coming down his neck, down his shoulder, down his bicep. Because he's disciplined. He doesn't miss workouts. His nutrition is dialed. He understands the human body and how it how it connects to his spirit. And all throughout this, he's spiritually connected. Not necessarily because he prayed. He should. Not necessarily because he read his Bible. He should. But he's spiritually connected because he's living the message that he teaches. And when he's not, he speaks the truth that he's living. And so there's no mask. It's just him. Vulnerable real, authentic. That's a superhuman father. Wow. And all I can think of, oh my goodness, imagine these children, how they are being raised and the examples that they're seeing so that, you know, because children become their parents. Yes. So that is just creating a whole new generation of superhuman people. <laughs> we are out to change the world. Absolutely. Because it's fallen apart and uh, it's going the opposite direction. And um, we need to stand up and change that. And we will. Wow. I can, I can see and feel that determination, sir. <laughs> yep. We've only been, we've been at it for two years. We've already gotten 550 members of superhuman fathers. Wow. And, uh, we'll have tens of thousands in the next three years and who knows what happens in the next 10 Wow. That is, I mean, I can only say, wow, I am blown away. This is beautiful. Thank you for doing this, Kyle, for humanity, because we need it. I love it. I, I mean, I'm obsessed. Like I wake up in the morning thinking about it and I go to sleep thinking about it. And uh, I just now, now it's so, there's so much uh, momentum that I'm, and I'm always talking about it and I'm always receiving messages from my guys and my team about what's happening with with the group um and uh you know we're doing events now too and um i just got asked to, to do my my first like large speaking engagement which i haven't i haven't cracked into that yet and that just happened um so i'm personally always being pushed i mean i'm on the edge of my nerves all the time i'm just like okay here we go I hear you. And that is beautiful. So you're continuing to grow and that way you can help others continue to grow and never well, get to that peak. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if your guys are, are excelling as much as mine are, like I, I work with like some of the top coaches in the world. Cause I mean, I have to stay ahead of the pack or they'll, they'll eat me alive. Like I won't be leading this movement if I don't show set an example, like 
my guys are savages. Like they, they will only follow somebody who's living this to the T. They'll, they, they will dethrone me. Wow. That is awesome. That, and, and you're okay with that. It sounds like <laughs> I want that. this is like the best accountability ever. Like I don't, I'm weak too. I'm, yeah. I'm a weak man. I want pleasure. I want rest. I want the easy road, yeah. but you, you create your life so that going that route is death. Like it's, it cannot happen. Like you'd rather be hit by a bus and disappoint your people. And that's where I'm at. So I'm going to show up every day for them, regardless of how I feel or what resistance is at the gates, period. That is so awesome. And then, you know, the thing is too, once you get started, the momentum just keeps going. So, cause I know for me, you know, I don't feel like exercising today, but then the second I start like, oh, what was I resisting? <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. That's I, great feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I find it funny too. Cause like, like financially I'm doing better than I ever thought was even possible in my entire life. Like, and, and the upswing on this is insane. But, and a lot of people be like, Oh, it must be nice. I'm like, bro, come live one day with me. Just <laughs> one day. And you tell me if it's worth it to you. To me, it is. I love it. But to, to, to the regular dude, he'll be like, Oh, forget this. No, thanks. You know, but, and sadly, that's why we have more regular dudes, as you call them, because they're not willing to put the work in and right. to face the defeats and all the other things that come with it. We, that's what we teach our guys. We take our average guy and we, we help him to see that the answer is in the harder path. And that's where he's going to find himself and he's going to find his purpose and he's going to connect with God in the harder path. But then it gets easier after that in a lot of ways, though, right? Because when you're living a life of fulfillment, what could yeah, be better? Yeah. Did, I, I mean, I agree because either way, it's going to be hard, right? What do, what do yeah. I say? Uh, you Like I say, you're either going to have uh, a, you, you got a menu and, and uh, you've got a, a pain burger with like, uh, <laughs> or you have like a suffering burrito, uh, <laughs> And like that's it like that's all that's all there is on the menu like pain or suffering what do you choose you know it's like and and the i want to be in control of my suffering like yeah. i want to be in control um i don't want i don't want it to be placed upon me and so i would rather just live harder you know and and let's be real like i talk about this all the time like we're in a place where like we have abundant food we have like all uh, like warm showers and warm beds and like we're, we're safe here, you know, most, most, mostly like there's some stuff that goes down, but overall, like you can find a safe place to live and, uh, and, and not everywhere, but overall, right. Most of us. Mm -hmm. And so we have to manufacture hardship to like play this game of keeping us ready for the chaos that is eventually coming. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause if we, if we don't, we're going to fold like a lawn chair. So we have to, you know, we have to stick to our wake up times if we say we're going to get up at a time, you got to get up. That's like in practicing integrity and character amidst some pain and amidst a little resistance. You know, I like to do the cold showers in the morning. Some of the guys do cold plunges because it's, it's hard and you don't want to do it. And it represents how you're going to show up for the day. And then everything you do, you put your heart and soul into it. Um, you know, like with, with my business, how I stack my days to have the most impact for the day. And then right at the time I'm done, boom, it's family time. And that's the hardest time for a man because he's the most tired. Yeah. He's the most over it. He's the most irritated. Mm -hmm. And 
guys think they're supposed to feel like they want to. Man, you don't need to feel like you want to do anything ever. In fact, most of the time, you're not going to want to do anything. It's normal. So like, they're like, I'm just not feeling it today. It's like, well, you still have to go throw the ball with your kid and help your wife with the dishes. Like, you still have to do that. So you might as well do it with a smile on your face and learn how to flex your gratitude muscle a little bit and realize, like, pardon the term, you're being a bitch. Like, stop. But see, that, that men work well with that. Like, if they can tell themselves that, they're going to do well because they'll – they don't want to be that. They don't want to act like that, you know? So they'll buck up and just like, okay, all right, I'll step up. Like if you have a guy next to you and he's like, hey, knock it off. You're being weak, man. Stop it. You're whining like a little baby. He's going to go like, oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. You know, he doesn't want to be that. Like we want to be respected. Like that's the worst thing to be called is weak as a man. Oh, oh, or average, average. I had a coach who used to tell me, I would like if I missed something or didn't didn't fall through with something. You go, it's okay, Kyle. The world needs average men too. <laughs> that that's a stab in the heart for a man. We don't want to be average. We want to be powerful. Right. We want to be capable. We want to make a difference. We want to be respected. We actually don't even care if we're loved. Don't care. And the ironic thing is, you'll probably be more loved because of the way you show up. Percent. <laughs> exactly right. And then, like, we don't, we, we want to love. We want to have that power. We do. We just lose it. We lose perspective. We lose presence. And we start to drift. And we start to get selfish. And then once that, like, tension headache starts, mm. of irritation, and the voice starts to, that, that negativity in your head starts piping up, and you start listening to it, you get stuck in this loop. Yeah. Guys will be stuck in that loop for decades. Wow. Kyle, I know I want to be respectful of your time. I know you've got something right after our meeting here. Yeah, yeah so. I got a podcast in three minutes, I guess. Huh? <laughs> I told you I pack my day every 45 minutes. This is <laughs> like I just it's it's all day. And then and then like every other meeting, I'll stand I'll I'll do my stand-up desk. So I stand up and then if I have some time, I'll do a couple burpees in between and keep moving. Cool. Wow, superhuman indeed. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here and showing up in such an amazing way to encourage fathers. Um, how can they get a hold of you? Instagram's the best spot at Superhuman Fathers on Instagram. You can all, I also have a YouTube Superhuman Fathers, um, or you can search my name, Kyle Carnahan. I have so many podcasts out there. Put my name into the podcasts, and you can listen to a ton of them. Um, and then you can go to SuperhumanFathers.com and uh, apply for the brotherhood if you're interested. Awesome. And again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I really appreciate you being here. And to our audience, thank you so much for listening to our podcast or watching our podcast um, I, on Spotify and anywhere that you find your favorite podcast, Parent with Confidence. <laughs>